Welcome to Wine and Dine, people. Jesus. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wine and Dine. Sorry, I'm kind of a piece of shit and haven't posted for three weeks, <laughs> but hopefully you get to listen to this episode before we all die from the coronavirus. I don't know. What do you What do you want to talk about with the coronavirus? Um, I just... I'm not worried about it. I feel like talking about it, it's giving it more hype than it deserves, and everyone needs to shut up about it. So, so should we do some, like, should we do some, because, like, not saying, oh, I'm, I know everything, but should we be like, hey, um, you know, this is, these are the facts, because there's a lot of just panic going on right now. I mean, people are reading shit off Facebook, yeah. which is so inaccurate, it's funny. I mean... I think the biggest thing people need to understand is, like, if you're not sick and you wear a mask, you're not doing anything. Like, the sick ones need to be wearing the mask so that they can stop the spread of their germs. But people are panicking. And, like, Britt and I were at the store the other day, and we saw two people wearing not just, like, a regular, you know, yellow surgical mask. It was, like, a fucking, like, suction, like, black, like, really fancy one. Um, And then he was with a friend, and this person didn't even have their nose covered yeah. so it's like that's not so, doing jack shit so like, but like don't... i don't get like so do here's... people not know just to wash your fucking hands so here's the thing though emily it is the disease is transported by droplets right so if you do inhale it so people you know wear masks because they think they are protected which it does provide you some level of protection you know just wearing the mask only if you wore the mask properly. To the guy in Walmart that was wearing his mask with his nose not covered, you're doing nothing to yourself. Um, so, I, like, you got to just wear the mask correctly if you're going to wear it. And, yes, wash your hands and clean your surfaces. I just think people are taking it way... Like, I, I'm, I guess I'm just not sure. Like, I don't have the best memory, but, like, I'm almost positive with, like, the swine flu and influenzas and H1N1. Like, when all this shit was happening... Toilet paper was not the first thing to go. Like, I'm genuinely curious why the fuck people are freaking out about toilet paper. Like, if I get sick and it's the end of the world, the last fucking thing I'm going to worry about is wiping my ass. I'm going to worry about, like, oh, fuck, the world is ending. Let me, like, try to find my family, say goodbyes, like, all this shit. Right. And I don't know. It's just there's a big just hype about it right now, and I've heard people talk about, like, oh, if the media is covering all this, what are they really trying to cover up, you know? Because usually when there's a big media story like that goes on like this, there's something else going on in the world right now that's trying to be... I'm not, I'm not saying the up. media is doing, like, a bad job. I think people are looking too much into it. And then, like, I'm saying, like, go ahead for, like, news sources to, to talk about, talk you know, talk about it and everything. But, like, people need to realize that Facebook has like some of the least accurate posts about anything i've ever seen yeah if if you want at if don't look you know and honestly facebook twitter all social media is just filled with just posts about coronavirus whether they be satire or people trying to make claims you really have to look at the source yeah, and, and you like have to, you should honestly just go to the CDC website. Okay? Um, these are some of the tweets I saw about COVID nineteen or coronavirus. Um, the way I understood it, for anyone who is confused, coronavirus is just like 
the nickname for it, COVID-19, is like this. Did you say that's like the scientific name for it? So it's not a nickname. A but nickname, I, I can't think of the word so I'm trying to say. It's a coronavirus is a family of viruses. Yeah. So um, COVID-19 is the name of the virus. This is from the CDC website. The virus has been named SARS-CoV-2, and the disease it causes has been named Coronavirus Disease 2019, abbreviated COVID-1919. So, yes. And then, so the coronaviruses is like a group of, a group of diseases that has been, we've seen them before. So it's been, we've seen MERS and SARS before. SARS was in like 2003 from also from China um, and so you know I could go into and talk about why That's these not. diseases keep reappearing but that would be maybe a more scientific podcast but if you want to watch some good information about the coronavirus you could watch search like on YouTube there's this channel called Vox V-O-X and why and it's the video is called why new why new diseases keep appearing in China and then you could also look at um, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast on YouTube and his um, his podcast with, um, I just watched it the other day, with um, Michael Olstrom. It's uh, Joe Rogan Experience, n- hashtag, number, pound sign, whatever you call it, 1439. And they talk, he's a um, infectious disease um an epidemiology expert from like Minnesota. So they do a lot of talking about, you know, what people can do, why these diseases appear and all that. So I like, if you want to get more informed of the coronavirus, that's what I would, I would point you towards those resources as well as the CDC. But go on See, with that's, your Twitter. That's Brit. My information comes from Twitter, not like in the, like I actually want real information, but from the funny side um a girl i went to high school with her name's kate she tweeted covid19 is the new cheese touch which i thought was funny what's cheese touch from diary of a wimpy kid remember there's like a slice of cheese that's been there for yeah okay um i saw a couple and it was like (laughs) went to get checked for coronavirus and walked out with diabetes ain't this some bullshit lmao um at chase Lyons tweeted coronavirus severely underestimates how long i can sit inside my house living off nothing but caffeine and shredded cheese i don't know i just like am taking all this as like jokes humor like i don't i'm not not that i'm not taking it seriously but like i'm not like panicking about it i mean you and i went to the store to go grocery shopping literally just for like simple things um like normal groceries didn't need toilet paper or anything which the shelves were wiped out but even things like sugar flour like canned chicken and tuna like all that stuff was gone and i'm like who the fuck is gonna be baking during the end of the world I mean, but you gotta stop saying it's the end of the world, Emily. I know it's, not. it's I, but I, I'm saying people are acting like it's fucking doomsday. Like they're getting their fucking bunkers ready, whereas I'm ready to just walk around in shorts outside and carry on with my daily life. And I don't think people under un, understand when this is actually going to peak. So like, there's this. Oh, it hasn't at no, all. No, no, people are freaking out. No, but like that's the thing. Like what what we're doing right now, washing our hands, you know preventing social isolation all that that is going to what's called um like shorten the curve because if you think about a bell curve is you know a normal distribution of um you know 
the bell curve is a normal distribution for anyone you know that's taken any you know high school you know algebra or whatever calculus and st statistics and all that um, so it's a normal distribution so right now we want to shorten how high that curve is going to go for infected people so that's why we're washing our hands that's why we're socially isolating and we also want to stretch out that curve so it doesn't peak as soon as it should so like with the national pandemic and like everything and like the national emergency being called hopefully we lengthen out that curve but we also shorten it so the amount of people that get infected are lower and um it gives the u.s health system more time to respond to this so hopefully now it won't peak until like june is what they're saying now well fuck if it peaks in june then we can't go to san francisco i know fucking bullshit i, I know paid for my flight but like here's the thing people we have to settle in for a new normal because this is not something that's going to go away in a week in a month it's going to be the disease of the year you know it's going to be pretty serious this is going to you know affect you know it already has affected stocks and affected the markets and affected normal life as we see it but people are going to have to get used to it because right now this is like a panic buy Things are just going to, you know, probably get back to normal and people are hopefully just going to stop buying everything because it's not doing them any good. Right. Because right now, like, sure, like, it would suck for us. Say we just ran out of toilet paper because we are normal humans. Say we just ran out of toilet paper. We go to the store. We can't find toilet paper. Here's my thing for anyone listening. I'm genuinely curious and I would like to know. Maybe I'll make a poll about this on Twitter. How much toilet paper do you guys go through? Like, Britt and I were trying to think about, like, we got, we probably have, like, a 12-pack toilet paper left, and we were trying to think about how many rolls we go through, and I was like, we probably go through, like... Two know, a week? One a week? Two a week? Maybe. Shit, how much are you pooping? <laughs> I'm, I, I was going to say, like, day. I was going to say, like, one every week and a half. Here's the thing. People are going to start stealing... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I just... Do you fold your toilet paper, or do you crumple it? I crumple Huh. I it, you fold? It depends on what I did. <laughs> if you peed, you fold? I mean, I think I fold it all around, but I use, like, way more toilet paper than necessary. Oh, same. Like, sometimes I just go, and let it spin and then stop it, and there's, like, a good foot of toilet paper. Jeez. I mean, honestly, like, here's the thing. If you've never used a flushable baby wipe to clean your bottom, oh my goodness, my my butt has never felt so clean. Like, literally, feels amazing. Have you ever done it, Emily, or no? No. My yeah. grandparents, or my grandpa used to have that stuff, but that was, like, <laughs> his shelf in the bathroom where, like, we couldn't use My grandpa was very sick, but, yeah, like, we weren't allowed to use them. But he had, like, a big-ass box with, like, one of those fancy, like, cottonell, like, nice... Uh, like containers for with like the pop-up lid mm, yeah. yeah i don't know i'm not that worried about it um i'm just living my life and granted in the back of my head i'm like oh okay like this is kind of worrisome but i'm also not panicking yeah but it's just like hard to get away from it because that's all anyone wants to talk about well, and it's harder for us because emily and i both work in a hospital i'm a nurse so like people are talking about it all the time and like I don't know if anyone has experienced this, but even if you just cough around people, now everybody turns their head. I sneezed the other day, and people stared at me, and I was like, dude, it's just fucking allergies. Yeah, just seasonal allergies. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm just not worried about it. I think it sucks, like, 
just to bring it up, I think it sucks for people of Asian descent or ethnicities just because, like, people are just so, like, racist. fearful. Yeah, they're yeah. racist and fearful of them and, like, you know, like, they won't walk by an Asian person in the hallway and it's like, dude, like, how do you know they're not from, like, North Carolina? Like, how do you know they're not born and raised here? Like, not, like it, I've right. never, I've never understood racist people. I mean, I do think everyone's a little racist. Yeah. I had a class um, at my community college and my professor was like race doesn't exist like it's not a thing and we like went in this whole like literally half the semester about it and he was like you're a fucking liar if you think that you're not racist and i i don't like when people are like well i don't see color it's like well i think you should see color because everyone's different everyone has their own backgrounds and histories and cultures yeah. so for you to say that you don't see it is just being like i don't see racism either well yeah you're yeah if you're like i don't see color well you know for a lot of people their race and i would see even say for you know caucasian people their race has a lot to do about their culture and about who they are and about who you know their experience so i think if you say oh i don't see color you're kind of diminishing their experiences I don't, I don't know. I don't want that. this to get too like political. Yeah, this is supposed to be wine and dine. I mean, we're supposed. To, I mean, we're whining right now, but geez. I will say I had half a can of a uh, half a can of a tall boy of Seagrams last night, yeah, and it's I was me happy. Yeah, I was feeling it. Yeah. I'm such a lightweight, though. I. Well, the thing is, I was feeling it. It was like six o'clock, and. I went outside to take the dog out, and there was some police officers outside, and immediately I was fucking panicking. But I'm like, dude, I'm, like, barely buzzed. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. But I do that all the time. I went to take the dog out Saturday morning, and I went to take Mutley outside, and I could hear this weird sound. I'm like, oh, shit, like, our neighbors probably left their cat outside in the hallway, and I look out the peephole, and there's this man just laying there on the floor, and I'm like, fuck, did he, like, die? Like, I could hear him breathing, so... Right. Um, so, so Emily came I will I woke Britt up, and he just turned into full nurse mode, like, fucking whipped on a shirt and ran out in the hallway, and he was, like, trying to wake up the guy. And I, you know, I'm tapping the guy on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, sir, can you hear me? Sir, sir. And he's just, like, snoring respiration, just... <sighs> Just like snoring it out, just not waking up for anything. So I sternum rub him. He moaned, opens up his eyes, and rolls over and just. I will say though, I quickly figured out what was wrong with him because he was shirtless, and so I opened the little back door to go down the stairs to go outside, and there was his shirt, and then a couple steps down was a beer can, and then in the very back door was a skateboard. And then a couple more beer cans, so I quickly realized that this man somehow skateboarded from wherever he was. Well, he could have walked, but that would be fucking funny if he was just pissed drunk and skateboarding. Um, and then he just passed out. So I, I we really didn't know what to do, and I didn't want him just laying on the floor. So we ended up calling the non-emergency. They came, picked him up. Yeah, so that was our adventures with the <laughs> drunken men and so, yeah. me drinking Seagram's and panicking. So, um... I am kind of nervous about this man now because I'm like, shoot, what if he like remembers that I called the police and he comes back? But I'm also like, okay, Britt, it's he couldn't even like 
he didn't even know the time of day or the day yeah i so i was being nosy and i literally watched the entire interaction with the police through the peephole and like our front our doors are not the thickest so they probably heard me like snickering yeah but at one point they were like sir do you know what day it is and he just goes oh shit really no i'm good and I was like, all right, yes, this man is is drunk. But then last night, so Britt was, like, freaking me out because I was like, oh, shit, what if this guy does come back? So last night, I was like, what is this noise? Somebody's coming out of the closet. Someone broke into our apartment. For the three seconds, I went outside to take the dog out. And they're hiding in the closet. They're going to open up the closet and stab us. So then I made Britt sleep with a, <laughs> a pocket knife on the end table. He's laughing his ass off. Are you going to tell him that you opened every door and all the closets? Oh, I and... do all the time. Don't act like I'm stupid because or crazy because I know of people that live alone and they too open oh, all the closets. When, when I lived alone, when I lived at Aspire, I opened whenever I... I mean, you're not Yeah, but crazy. even when you lived at your parents' house, you lived in the basement and you would check everything. Well, we also left our doors unlocked, so it's not like it would have done anything. Yeah, and you live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but as I was saying, I, like, have always been kind of weird about, like, drinking and then going anywhere outside of a building, like, Mm -hmm. in public. Um, sorry, mom and dad. One time I had half of Mike's, like, fucking sophomore year of college. Ooh, a 19-year-old. So you were, what, 20 or 19? No, I was 19. I think I've told the, maybe I've told the story before. Anyways, had half of Mike's, thought I was fucking drunk off my ass. Um, I obviously was not because I was fully functional. Um, but we went to bed and it was like two in the morning. My friend didn't want to be there anymore. She wanted to go home. She didn't feel good. So her dad comes to pick her up and she's like, oh, fuck, Emily, your car windows are shot out. And I'm like, you're fucking kidding. And so I went outside, sure shit, the fucking driver's side window, the passenger side window, like behind the driver's seat and my rear window were all fucking shattered and on the ground. And I shit you not. I was like. I'm, they're gonna breathalyze me. I'm gonna go to jail. I'm underage. This is, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. And I was like freaking out. My two friends were like, shut the fuck up. You are fine. You drank half a mics eight hours ago. You are fine. So, long story short, the police came and I was like panicking, but I'm obviously okay because I got a clean record, baby. Hey. I cried when I got my first parking ticket really? <laughs> last year. So, I went down to the police station and was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. And they were like, all right, first offense. Like, we'll let it slide. And so I still got a clean record. For a parking ticket? Yeah, it was like $15, and I just happened to park on the wrong side of the road because I don't know how to read signs, apparently. I mean, I'm just saying the next time I get pulled over by a state trooper or a um, cop, I'll probably get a speeding ticket because I've gotten, I think, three or four warnings Didn't you get twice in one day? No, I or don't twice, think so. like you got like what? Twice in a week, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, like you know, it's hard. You know, when I was, it's hard to drive the speed it's limit. It's hard to drive the speed limit, but I mean, honestly, like everybody drives five over. I was driving ten over, so I was going seventy-five and a sixty-five on Highway One Fifty One coming down to Iowa City. Here's the thing, though: everyone's like keep up with the speed of traffic, and as soon as I do. Then there's a fucking trooper just on the little median, and I'm like, yeah. okay, it's my turn. I'm yeah. going to get pulled over. Honestly. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. So, besides for the coronavirus and speeding tickets, um, I'm so sorry that I've not posted like I was supposed to. I'm just a piece of shit, and I haven't done anything. <laughs> I just had didn't have a creative juices flow in. 
Hey, but now we've got we have a lot of to- lot to talk about. You know, not going back to the coronavirus, but like it will affect a lot of like small businesses. And like I've seen posts on Facebook of like Asian or Chinese restaurants that. Well, not even those, but like no one wants to go out and eat anymore because people are just scared of this. Speaking of eating, um, I kind of thought that we were gonna go to a restaurant, this uh, Casa Azul on friday mm-hmm. and i thought it was gonna be empty it was pretty busy dude that was good it was mm-hmm. a i think a local mexican restaurant mm-hmm. here um i had the spanish equivalent of chicken tenders whatever had, <laughs> i just had, had i had chicken and rice with cheese. it wasn't queso it was just like melted cheese yeah probably goat cheese or something fucking oh best fucking thing and those tortillas were good as hell mm-hmm. But then we look over at the table next to us, and I don't remember the name of it, but it was like Burrito Grande, and this motherfucker was like a it's fucking a, four pound burrito. It's a twelve. It was a twelve inch burrito, and it probably it the, probably the weighed like two pounds. The diameter of the burrito was probably both of my forearms put together. It was big and like the people next to us I did they eat it or did they box it up they boxed up some of it but I'm sure they ate some of it but too. I mean I'm saying it's like something that like would feed probably like a party of like at least three mm-hmm. and I got the quesadilla mazatlan which was crab meat and shrimp with onions and cheese in a quesadilla and it was a 12 inch quesadilla it was huge I, I honestly I ate half of it and then I also got like rice refried beans uh guac and sour cream with it and i ate all that so i ate half of it i ate all the sides and i probably should have stopped and just boxed up the other half but i was like nah yeah I'm it was pissed so good i though. boxed up mine and then i didn't put it in the fucking fridge <laughs> and i so now it's not good anymore yeah i will say i don't get mexican mexican food mexican mexican <laughs> mexican food often Typically, when I go, I go with Megan and Mason because Megan is, like, a fucking expert at Mexican mm-hmm. food. Honestly, like, I've, like, that's one reason that I like, I really like Iowa City is, like, there's a lot of local places. And I would, I would think it'd be really hard to be a local place during this, like, Or during because, the summer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I could eat a taco, tacos once a week as a meal. Once a week? I could, I could literally. I couldn't eat them every day, but I'm saying oh. if I just made ground. I could live in in Mexico. I would. I live for Mexican food. I'm. I'm sure. Like if if we needed to, say they were like Brit and Emily, you can only eat one genre of food the rest of your life. Like you're moving somewhere, you can only eat that type of food. I would be like. I have to pick like a like a, a like yeah. a, a culture food. Yeah. Oh fuck. I, I could, it's not a culture, but I would eat fucking sandwiches. Because you got cold sandwiches, you got hot sandwiches, you got paninis. See, but what type of sandwiches? You got, what's because, the open-faced sandwiches? American sandwiches? That's what I'm saying. It's not like a, it's not defined to one So you're going to pick American food, you basic-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not picky at all when it comes to food. No, yeah. But like, I don't know. It, it would be hard. I'm just going to say it. This is my perfect way to make a taco. It's so fucking basic, but I've made it this way for the past how many years that I've been able to make my own fucking food. Mm. You get a tortilla. Also, mm. my mom bought us fucking triple XL sized tortillas. Extra large burritos. They were like bigger than both of our heads combined. Too much, too much tortilla. But you get your tortilla. 
You layer a good amount of sour cream. Sour cream on first, folks. Listen. Then you put your taco meat. You put a hearty amount of taco. I feel like I'm Mason being like, you put a hearty amount of taco meat. Sorry, Mason. <laughs> you put a good amount of taco meat. You put melted cheese, not shredded cheese. Hmm. How do you melt it? You get like either the jars of like the Tostitos or... Oh, so you we put get, canned cheese. Yeah. 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 Um, and then you put lettuce and then salsa, a little bit more cheese. And then I tried it with refried beans and guac the other day for the first time. Not bad, but I'm going to stick to my original taco. You roll it up, you eat it like that. If you're feeling extra, extra white and want some spice to it, <laughs> you put some Happy Joe's taco sauce. <laughs> The Happy Joe's taco sauce. Not even like salsa, not even like anything, just Happy Joe's taco sauce, which is honestly very good on tacos. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's but, the basic white person version of a taco. But you don't even you don't even warm your flour tortilla. No. Why? Because I don't want to wait for I don't want to wait the 30 seconds it takes to heat up the folks, let me tell you something. She she crazy. She's got to warm up her no. her uh also, like, I never did this in the microwave. I almost always did it on the stove. But I usually just throw in a flour tortilla in the microwave for 30 seconds. Next time you make a taco, instead of just throwing the flour tortilla in the microwave or putting it on the stove, what I want you to do is get a wet, like, damp washcloth, like a clean one. Get it damp. So, like, get it wet and, like, rain yep, out. Yep, yep. I then know what damp means. flour tortilla. And you want to fold it, like, with damp cloth tortillas damp cloth put it in there for a little bit oh yeah. my goodness they're so soft i don't know yeah it's just something you, about did the, you not know that I know, i've never done that before i've always just ever i've always just microwaved it but that just you mean woo. you've always cooked it on the stove woo. you said you've always microwaved it yeah i've always no i've always oh. either microwaved it plain or cooked it on the stove you want tacos for dinner fuck yeah <laughs> do you i mean I we mean, literally ate ta- we ate mexican Friday night. I'm going through this thing. My therapist was like, you need to look at food not as a punishment or exercise not as a punishment, but like as nourishment. And she was like, just because you eat something bad doesn't mean you need to exercise. But going off us eating tacos, we probably should exercise because we have a little over a month until Britt and I run a marathon. And holy good God, I will die. So... This might be one of the last episodes that I make. What? No. The first 13 miles, I will be fine. The last 13, I will throw up, I will cry, and I will want to be done. I said that we're going to finish by 4 hours, 22 minutes, and 38 seconds. I think it's plausible. I, I just know, also you know the thought of us in? the thought of us running for four hours and then me having to fucking work the, the next, next day, day. Yeah. makes me want to cry. And I want to finish in four hours, twenty one minutes and nine seconds. You know why? Why, Britt? Because that's four twenty sixty nine. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so much. So besides for possibly being dead from the coronavirus here soon. <laughs> Um, we might die from running marathon oh yeah dm me if you guys fucking fold or crumple your toilet paper because i'm genuinely or how much you go through i'm genuinely curious so let us know how much toilet paper you go through uh if you survive the coronavirus we'll see you here in two weeks with another episode of wine and dine